0: It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma, Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. We're about ready to drop uh, a News Nine tornado warning on this. Valcaster, we're going to drop. We're about ready to drop our own News Nine tornado warning on this. Okay, I'm Just now coming to Highway
1: 18, so I'm turning south.
0: Okay, you're, you're going to get a clear shot of this thing. And you're going to go,
2: oh. Ha ha! No big deal. We're just going rogue and uh, issuing our own tornado warnings. Yeah. Was that I- last year?
0: That's every year, Teddy. <laughs> That's every single spring. No, that wasn't a real tornado warning. I hope I didn't scare anybody out there by saying that.
2: Yeah, I was worried that may happen. Um, because it is that type of day. I am
0: curious. We have a such a presence in northeast Oklahoma, in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Do they know anything about D-Pain? Or are they so removed oh, from the situation man. that they have their own legendary weather guys up in T-Town? I have a hard time believing that they're able to stack up the to the lineup of Mike Morgan, David Payne, and I mean in the in the crew we have here, yeah, Damon Lane Damon too, Lane. yeah. I don't I mean, think that's murders row of meteorologists <laughs> right there.
2: It really I mean, is. I don't think they are I don't think they're aware. I think they have their own uh group up there just kind of like whenever I left that area and came here, I didn't know any of the people like, I didn't know who Gary England was. Imagine oh that. Oh, my
0: gosh. That's okay. That's, but I, that's
2: unacceptable. In fairness, I'm a bad example, though, right? Yeah, you watched, I think,
0: uh, 45 minutes of combined TV uh, right. <laughs> from your birth to 18 years old.
2: Yeah. So, I'm a bad example, but they have their own, their own legends up there in T-Town. Like, for me, it was Big Al when I was growing up. That's who did the sports, right? Big so, Al Jerkins? Yep. Yeah. That's right. So uh, that's that's about all I knew. So I'm guessing they have their own superstars of the weather, uh, the severe weather days. The problem for them is I here it's usually like it starts here late afternoon. And by the time it gets to Tulsa, it's like super late. It is true.
0: Yeah. Are we um are we in the clear on this thing this afternoon? Is it kind of died off? What's what's the what's the scuttle on what's going on here?
2: I don't know what the scuttle is out there. I haven't checked now. My own as you know, just I have this sense about me. I can tell when things are Oh God.
0: Would you start bad.
2: I I think It feels a little too windy out there today. Here's the thing, though. It is hot, and it is humid, so that's an issue. I feel like the pressure, though, because I have a sense of the barometric pressure pretty much at all times. I can't do this today. Right Mm -hmm. now, I feel like it's staying pretty stable, but, buddy, when it starts to drop, you'll see me go crazy in here. I can feel it. I'm like a dog. All
0: right. Uh, Let's see. Travis Meyer is the Chuck Norris of meteorology. Yeah, we watch them all up here in Miami. All of it comes this way. Well, is has, that Alan Crone? Is that how you say that?
2: I don't know if Travis Myers ever issued his own rogue tornado warning like David Payne does.
0: Dude, look how many Travis Meyer, He's the trusted weather guru in Tulsa. This dude is famous. Tulsa is like OKC. Every blowing drop of rain out of proportion <laughs> is like there's a mammoth F five.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their lineup is. we've We've got a uh, we've got a competitive group. There's no Travis doubt
0: here. Meyer, all right, I'll have to check him out, see what his uh, weather chops are. Sounds like everyone is uh Travis Meyer's Tulsa's best weatherman. When he takes his jacket off, you better pay Uh-oh. attention. Oh, they have that. That's pretty cool. Game it's on like, is he like Kelvin Sampson during a basketball game? He's like throwing it on the bench like the first five minutes. It's like, oh God, it's already getting serious.
2: About to get serious in here. I honestly I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen what's going on out there weather wise. Uh, I know that they were sure talking like there was a lot of the mixture there to make something bad today, but uh, I guess there was a chance maybe that it wasn't going to come, but I don't know. Haven't seen today. We'll update you uh, if we see anything, and for those out there, maybe hit us on the text line if you have seen something. So. Uh,
0: by the way, we do have uh, our good friend Bob Stoops coming up next segment yeah. at 3.20, so be sure to uh, tune in for that. Uh, which pill are you taking, by the way? Of the six magical pills that everyone's talking about today.
2: national championship pill.
0: Uh, Britt Vittables wins it in year one? Yeah. Not free all-access season tickets for every OU sports. Not that OU will never lose to Texas or Oklahoma State again. Not a a men's and women's hoops national title next year. Not that Lincoln Riley never wins a game at USC. And you're not taking the pill that can rewrite history and change one outcome of any past OU game. You're saying... Let's roll, Brent Vittable's national oh, title first year. I didn't year. see
2: that one. I'm taking that pill and changing the LSU game.
0: No, because that really hurts our show content. If I can't mention uh, that true. every five days. Okay, then. how
2: about uh, I redo the 2002 Bedlam game?
0: God, that would be a favor for all of us. That embarrassment.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm taking the national title first season, Brent.
0: I agree. That's what I said. But what are your reasons?
2: Why did you make that pill LSU colors?
0: (laughs) I don't don't know. (laughs) They were all initially the same color. So it took me so long to create this at the end. It's just like, God, whatever. I'll just make them all random colors. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we got a – I should have made the Lincoln-Riley-never-wins-a-game at USC That pill be Tech Colors since, you know, OU was Tech North while he was Should have been
2: Tech Colors. OU never loses to Texas or or State again. I I don't know if you necessarily want that. I know you don't ever want to lose to them, but to have somewhat of a back and forth is what makes the thing special, right? So, I mean, series-wise, aren't they still up on us by – like 10 or something like that?
0: I mean, OU does zone the edge since 1950, but I yes, technically they lead the all-time series.
2: Right. So, uh, yeah, I'd take the national championship. But uh, I don't. why don't we just do all of these, well, we can't do the free all-access season tickets, but uh, why don't we just knock off every one of these things? National championship, never lose to Oklahoma State or Texas again, win a couple of natties and hoops. Uh, Lincoln, I guess never they're on the own. Never game at USC. Right. I and mean, we can't rewrite history, but the things that we can uh, do, let's go out and oh, win yeah. some football That's games. right. Hey,
0: that's, that's easy, right? Let's just never lose to OSU or Texas again in any sport. That natty next year, that's fine. Two hoops titles next year? Sure. Do it. I mean, if you were to take all these pills, OU would have the single best collegiate season of anyone in uh, college sports history. I mean, we know softball is going to win the national title, right? So – There's at least four.
2: Yeah. We'll see. Florida won a a football and a basketball in the same year, right?
0: I think they beat Ohio State in both of those games, too.
2: Really? Um, That's that's a pretty good one there. Has anyone ever won like – I guess they haven't done the – has anyone won men's and women's hoops in the same year? I don't um, know. Unless it
0: was UConn maybe. UConn yeah. won one recently. I don't remember. Well, they, we
2: know they didn't win the football title though.
0: Yeah, I don't um, – is it fair to say we'll never see a year where someone wins a football and basketball national championship the same year? Like no. Bama's gotten better at basketball, but it's hard to be elite at both of those. No, that's it's really hard to be. It's going to happen. Who's going to do it?
2: OU, perhaps. <laughs> um, it's not going to be Kansas. Right, who would have the best shot at it? It's. It's got to be. It's got to be like okay, Ohio State. four teams. Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, let's start. Let's not think about Syracuse and Kentucky and Kansas and North Carolina. Let's start talking about if Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, or OU can win a hoops national championship.
2: I. N- 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 I don't like feel very good saying this, but Notre Dame's had like well, there's no shot with Notre Dame. Um, yeah, it'll be rare. It'll be tough, the, which tells you a lot that the there's such a consolidation at the top that you're only talking about a handful of teams even being capable of winning a uh, a football championship. Right? Like, it really good programs. Like have traditionally been amazing. Uh, you, you can't even you can't even entertain a thought of them winning a national championship. Yeah, right I
0: now. mean the probability is not zero, but it would have to be a football team or a football program, football like, school for making instance, a deep run in the tournament. Versus because you can't really get lucky and win a college football national championship. That's you what you I'm about can't to say. really
2: like for instance, Michigan made a made the playoff and sweet sixteen or did they make the elite eight uh they beat Tennessee in the second I think they made the sweet
0: sixteen they definitely right? made
2: the sweet sixteen. I couldn't remember if they went further than that, but Michigan won or Michigan made a college football playoff, and uh a sweet sixteen maybe elite eight can't remember I think it was sweet sixteen and like there's no one even like close to entertaining the fact that Michigan was near a national championship in either one of those, right? So that that's just how difficult it is. Michigan made a, a playoff, but I right, there's even in last year that was like the perfect year for it. There's, even if they would have won their 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 semifinal, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had any chance that they uh they win the national championship. So it is tough, man.
0: You're you're basically banking on a football program making a unexpected run in the NCAA tournament, which could happen. St. Peter's yeah. was all the way to the Elite Eight this year. A football well, school could make a deep run and, and win it if the bracket breaks right. But it's not going to be any blue blood basketball program breaking through and winning a national championship in football. That's just not. So
2: were we Final Four and 16? Yeah. Uh-huh. 16. So I, we, were, we were knocking on the door. Like that year, it should have been a good year, had the two early losses. But um, we danced around it a little bit there. But that is, like that year, like it or not, has been an anomaly in OU basketball over – A pretty long stretch here.
0: Yeah, I mean, OU's been, I guess, close a a couple times. 1988, um, you made it to the championship game. 1988, you had a really good football team that season. If one game goes differently for the football team, one game goes differently for the basketball team, maybe OU could have accomplished that in 88. 2002, you were in the Final Four. Um, 2002, Rashawn Woods got behind your now, your defense all night long. But in
2: '02, were we in the men's and women's Final Four?
0: Uh, I think yes, we were. I think that was the year they lost to UConn in the championship game. I want to say, yeah, I think that's right.
2: So that was, I mean, if you if you don't lose a, a terrible game to. Oklahoma State or am you got a good chance of playing in national championship that year right oh yeah so that would have been that would have been a heck of a season um a national championship football appearance two final fours that would have been a good one but yeah I don't know all right quick timeout more from the rush coming up coach Stoops joins us next opinions you've got them we want to hear them Sound off 24-7, 365
0: on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. He is our favorite guest. He joins us every single Tuesday at 320 Brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. He is Bob Stoops. You know what we've never asked Bob about before? What's that? If he is still an avid bocce ball player.
1: Uh, ah. Bob,
0: welcome to the show. Is it bocce ball
1: season? It's always bocce ball season. Long it depends on the weather, but in Youngstown, they've got indoor courts. So uh, if I was in Youngstown, I'd be in a league this time of year. Uh, how are your bocce skills? I haven't
2: played the last time I played bocce ball coach Mariucci up in whenever he was head coach in Detroit, used to have a a fundraiser every year doing some bocce ball. That's the last time I played. Do you, do you have a, a or anything around your house here?
1: I have a court in my backyard. So, uh, absolutely. No, my, my, my skills are solid. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they're Youngstown solid. Now those (laughs) guys back home now they're, they're professionals, but, uh, I can handle. I can, you know, I can hang uh, with about anybody around here for sure.
2: That's pretty good. I like that uh, bocce ball. I may have to give that a look a little bit. Try and uh, try and get some skills going there. I
1: will tell you where you need to play. You ever go to a beach? Yeah, you you get you get a set of for your for your trip. Bring a set of bocce balls. It's fantastic on the beach and it soft sand. You can play the high flight and you land it. Or you get a good, you know, when the tide goes out, you get a good rolling sand. Then you, you, you know, the traditional rolling bocce. I it's like. Fantastic it. on the beach.
0: Is there any chance that with one hand I can play and the other hand I can drink rock and roll
1: tequila? Is that is I think that encouraged? Or? In the rules, you have to do that. Okay, I think. good deal. No, that that's a hundred percent. I mean, you get disqualified if you don't have something with you, <laughs> especially a rock and roll. Uh, I
2: I wanted to ask you. It, uh, I don't know that we've ever had a conversation about Texas. Um, they've obviously gone through a really bad decade down there. Now, they've, they've had some some okay teams within that stretch, like here and there. But over the last decade, they've had some real struggles. What do you think's going on down there? And is it, is it something that they're going to be able to, to finally crawl out of? Or is there something like really going on down there, culturally ingrained in the, in the program, that's going to be really difficult to get out of?
1: Well, listen, I'd be the first to say I have no idea since I'm not down there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you can speculate all you want. Um, You know, there's always a million reasons why something could not be working. But it has been. It's been poor. You say all you want, and and I don't know why. Uh, But um, let's face it, um, you know, Tom Herman and what do he win the last four bowl games? And they were at least bowl eligible and won four bowl games. Is that correct? The last four years, I think? Uh, I think that might be right. Yeah. No, yeah. they weren't any big bowl games, of course. But They still. made the
2: one sugar bowl uh, right against yeah, Georgia. That's right. Big Georgia yeah. yeah, So
1: they did have a good one there. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. But then and now, you know, this happens this past year. So you'd say all they want. That, that wasn't what anybody was expecting. So... You know, we'll see if they can work their way out of it. I don't know. That's that was had to be disappointing last year after you let another coach go.
0: Bob, I'm curious about your three years at Florida in the 90s. You you win a national championship in '96 as a defensive coordinator. Great years in '97 and '98 as well. But during that time, I, I don't know how many programs out there were trying to to get you to be their their head coach. But during those three years, especially after you win a national championship, how did you view opportunities to be a head coach? Like, what did you really look at as, as opportunities to leave and say, "Okay, I, I'm not going to leave unless it's a great head coaching opportunity"? How did you view that whole situation at, at uh, in Gainesville?
1: Well, it, it kind of grows on you. My first year, '96, uh, we won the national championship, and actually, I had a coaching interview uh, after the. SEC championship we beat Alabama I had to fly uh, to Minnesota the next day the next morning and I actually realized they weren't going to have a president or chancellor by the time I left being up there so I knew I wouldn't take the job without the chancellor or the president hiring me so I tried to bail out on the interview I tried to but I realized I was going to make them look bad or leave them in the lurch talking to their people. So I said, okay, I relented. I'll I'll come, but I know I'm not going to take the job. And so, you know, so then the following year, I had another opportunity to interview for a job, and I didn't feel I fit very well uh, with that particular play. I don't want to name, you know, what schools. And so, uh, you know, I turned down one the first year, and the next year I – refused to go on an interview i didn't feel i fit you know i, I just wanted to wait for the right and that's what coach Furrier's message was to me he was all for me to be a head coach you know he when the right ones came he was in my corner and pushing me you know iowa and oklahoma at the same time but before that his point to me was he called me bobby he says, bobby you're we're not going bad here we're going to continue to be good wait for the one to fit you perfectly. There's no, you know, don't be one of these coaches who you think you're never going to get another chance and take something that doesn't fit you, you're not the right fit, or they have a lot of struggles, you know, whether it be geographically. You know, teams have natural struggles for different reasons. He said, so just wait for the right one. And I did. You know, and truth be told, I loved working for Coach Spurrier, and we had a great relationship, and, and. uh Heck, even in the spring, in those days, he didn't let me go out recruiting in the spring because he wanted me around to go golfing with him. So, <laughs> That's <laughs> so nice. I, I, I had a great job, you know, and he was great to me. And uh, so, anyhow, you know, that was the deal. Just wait for the right job, wait for the right one. And because we're doing so well and I was young enough, he said, "You'll things aren't going to stop coming to you. And, and he was right. Well, what's
2: – number one, when did you feel like, okay, th- yeah, I want to be a head coach. I, and I know that's probably always there. You probably always envision that. But when did it start to, like, click, like, okay, like, this is something I need to start preparing for, getting, getting my affairs in order so I'm prepared if I get an interview. Was that – did that come pretty early on? And the second part is – I think let during, me answer
1: that first. Okay. That, that never was my mindset. Yeah, I didn't care about being a head coach. I loved what I did. Right, much like Brent, I think, much like Coach Venables, I I loved being working where I worked with Coach Furrier. We were winning, and being a D coordinator, I was paid well. Loved it, you know. Work, living in a great area, I didn't feel I had to be a head coach to complete my circle or cycle, mm-hmm. whatever you want it to be. That wasn't that, but. The more teams kept calling me, I realized I'm going to have to either keep saying no or, you know, I'm going to do this. And I'm I'm a pretty, you know me pretty well. I'm a pretty easy and simple guy and don't need a lot. And truly, after my first month on the job here, month and a half, I go home, and this is in my book, I go home in my back to Gainesville. I land in Jacksonville for the Christmas break. Because, you know, it's a dead period in recruiting. And I went back to settle my affairs, selling my house and see Carol and Mackie. My baby was, Mackie was only a year old. And, and my car dealer picked me up at the airport. And we're driving back to Gainesville. And I said, Rick, I think I have ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he started laughing at me. He goes, what are you talking about? I go, I don't know what I got into. I go, this is crazy. You know, all the everything that's coming at you left and right and, and you have to think of what the state of affairs were here at the time it wasn't very good you know mm-hmm. so bottom you know I was afraid you know maybe this wasn't right for me or we're never going to be able to turn it around you know you know how it is in the first month sure. I was I was just overwhelmed and yeah. uh, but anyway he, he you know a year or two later he was at the national championship game with me Rick Rundle, <laughs> is my card dealer good buddy? He goes. I guess you didn't ruin your life, huh? Goes, yeah, maybe not.
2: <laughs> well, you, you know, the second part is. I think whenever you made the transition to head coach, and it was it, it, it was kind of right on that new era of college football. I previously it was kind of more of a, a natural proge- progression where maybe you waited a little bit longer, but God, coach, the money now. For head coaching in college football, even at some programs that are middle of the road in their conference traditionally, like it's, it makes it probably way more difficult to say no to some of these jobs.
1: Well, it depends. Um, if you have the confidence to, to hang on and realize you'll have other opportunities, it'll probably be better than you do if you feel you just got lucky and had one good year and now's my time, then maybe you do. There's always a lot that goes into it. And again, mm-hmm. the confidence to, you know, you're not going bad. I'm going to keep having opportunities. Then you wait for the right one. So that point being, even though this one may pay really well, how come 15 other coaches ahead of me have never won more than five or six games? Yeah. You know? <laughs> And then you wait for one that they traditionally – like here, when, you know, 10, 11 games a year, then, you you know, you can wait for something like that. So there's a lot that goes into it, and coaches always kind of weigh those options.
0: Coach Bob Stoops is our guest. Go pick up some rock and roll tequila at your local liquor store. Bob, OU softball starts off 36-0. That is a record to start off the season in college softball. But it had me thinking about, OU's other win streak that is so famous—the 47-game winning streak—feel I feel like Miami got close to that in the early 2000s, USC, I guess, in 05 as well. But with the current structure of college football, with the 14 playoff, with the added playoff that's sure to come, is ever—is anyone ever going to break this 47-game 47, 47 win streak in, in the sport, or is it going to live kind of and go on forever?
1: Well, I, I wouldn't think so. I think it'll, you know, last forever, just the so way. I- football has changed and they hit it at the right time and coach wilkinson and those teams were incredible and uh so i i find it hard to you know to think that somebody could do that again uh, just the way it's all structured today um interestingly my high school football coach don butchie was the backup quarterback for notre dame that came in here and beat us
2: ah that ruined the streak
1: yeah, Dang it. Yeah, he was uh, he was the uh, backup quarterback at Notre Dame at the time. So well, He was here.
2: I bet you yeah. guys heard that story a million times growing <laughs> up, right? No, he,
1: no, he, he never. You had to pry it out, it out of someone him, huh? Right? No, someone else told me that, and then I asked him about it, and he says, oh, yeah, and he goes, well, he wasn't going to be bragging about it if he was sitting on the bench. There was nothing much to brag about. It would be well, one thing port. if he was the quarterback that beat him, right?
2: Fair point, fair point. Well, coach, we appreciate it. I'm telling you, I think uh I think you need to put out like a bocce kit or something. Let's get this thing going. Bob Stoop's bocce ball. That's that's going to be the a, thing. It's
1: It's a great game. It's uh you play it about anywhere, you play it on your front lawn. You know, you play it anywhere. So, uh it's uh it's fun. Easy easy to do.
2: Good stuff, coach.
1: Maybe, maybe there's a
0: Bob versus Baker bocce ball game uh-huh. at halftime of the spring game. That's
1: right. Know? I don't, yeah. think, I don't think we'll have
2: time for that. <laughs> <laughs> coach, we appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by the show. All
1: right, guys. Good to be with you.
2: See Boomer sooner. Boomer sooner, Coach. Good stuff. <laughs> bocce ball, huh? Man. I, it's I, been I can a be lo- down. Now, after he mentioned beach bocce ball, I had for- forgotten. I've played beach bocce ball since I played like the legit. Was,
0: was that the same beach trip that you beat the Kansas State football team in the uh, tug of war? Or is that uh, a different beach trip? N- Did you no. beat Kansas State in tug-of-war and bocce ball on the same trip, on the same beach? It'd be n- legendary. Y-
2: no bocce ball to be found on that beach. Uh, kegs, uh, beer bongs, a lot of that going around, no bocce ball. But uh, that's good stuff. I like it. He's confident in his bocce skills. I
0: like that. I, wouldn't you be? I mean, he he played yeah. in Youngstown. I've never, uh, I've, I've never entered into the Youngstown city limits, but that town has a reputation, man. I feel like I'd be incredibly nervous just walking. Everyone can fight here. Everyone can play yep. bocce ball here, man.
2: I think there's probably you can get a like a line on a backyard bocce game to bet on in Youngstown. I think there's probably. Uh, uh, a syndicate you can go to for that. That's so, pretty fun. Someone
0: texted in during that and said, please, please ask Coach how long he thinks Ben and Jennifer will last this time around.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, uh, I saw that their $55 million home purchase fell through. I feel bad for him. Oh, All right, quick mm. timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number one rolls on. Ice gouging the hell out of people right now at the pump. 469 for premium.
0: Oh, someone has so nice of a car, they have to put premium in their vehicle everywhere they go. It's huh. not a good thing. That's it's interesting information. It's
2: not a good thing. And it's not premium, it's just higher octane. And it that's a racket. That's like, that's almost... That's probably like 75 cents more than the average around town. Teddy
0: hasn't had to use uh, unleaded gasoline since his senior year of high school when he drove his 82 short wide Chevy. But
2: think about that. All you have to do is have really good clean restrooms and a clean store and you can charge 75 cents more a gallon than the competitor. And some
0: uh, Bluetooth headsets and some CB radios that you post on the wall of the bathroom in the men's bathroom.
2: Unbelievable.
0: Some actual truth. I've heard Bowman might end up being the best player in the secondary by the end of the season. Also have heard with Rame and Conjol Hurt that a walk-on transfer from northern Colorado was taking a lot of one reps over Nate Anderson.
2: Yeah. Uh, Rame has been out extended. That's that's not a good thing. Like, Not just that you know someone else is stepping in like he needs this development and he needs like this time learning this offense this is a big 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 season coming up for him and i like, he he needed this time to develop like mentally physically all of the above
0: one more and i swear we're not doing this today i i'm i'm not kidding sounds like the administration in Oklahoma is price gouging with the price of the spring game that's it Last comment, or yeah. at least the one I'm reading.
2: Yep, yeah, fifteen bucks. Price gouging. Yeah, I don't even. What? How does that compare to years past? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 what's the been the standard spring game ticket? Have we ever made it free? Uh, it's been free before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know how many years it's been free, but I feel like it has been before.
2: Yep. Yeah. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number one next.
0: Central Oklahoma Buick GMC Dealers bringing you hour number one of the rush on this Tuesday at the top of the hour. ESPN has an interesting top one hundred college running backs list that uh, we'll hit and dissect. <laughs> What's one thing from the Nebraska football season that you remember last year, though? I I totally forgot about this joke yesterday
2: from the Nebraska season. Yeah,
0: they were pretty awful at special teams, if you remember, right? Um.
2: I don't even remember that.
0: Yeah, Nebraska was really bad at special teams. I feel like they missed an extra point or two against OU. Maybe missed an extra point and then um, like missed a field goal or something.
2: Oh, they yeah, their their game against Illinois didn't they miss a couple of extra points in a field goal yeah. that cost them that game? Yeah,
0: I guess they missed an extra point in the spring game and had like a twelve yard punt and people are like, "Yep, Nebraska football is finally back."
2: <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Love it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two's next. Stay tuned.